welcome to the Rising Phoenix podcast with your hosts, Lauren and Sam. We're all about vulnerability, connection, and authenticity. Join us on a journey on calling out the BS and getting into real talk. and welcome to episode eight. So this week we're going to talk about what sets your soul on fire. So Sam and I have been noticing lately that a lot of people around us look kind of miserable. So we kind of wanted to talk about that and see, you know, are you doing anything that's setting your soul on fire? So Sam, what's triggered this for you, do you think? Yeah, well, I've always been very... Um, entrepreneurial Um, so that's something I've always wanted to do and I've always seen myself as um, I guess running the show Um, (laughs) I've struggled yeah I've struggled with working the normal nine-to-five jobs however Mm. obviously you need to start somewhere so for me I I kind of I've I've started businesses um, that haven't worked out for me, and I think because when I started I was quite young, very ambitious by nature. So I've always like yeah. tried, yeah. and um, I keep trying because I know that you know you can't just let one setback stop you from um, achieving what you want in life. So um, I realized that mm-hmm. maybe I wasn't in the right frame of mind. And then I see a lot of people who are miserable in their jobs. And I've been one of those people. Yeah. Um, I see people that complain and it's like a way of life for people to just sit there and go, oh, I hate work. I hate work. I have to wake up. And I, I think, this, to, I that. Yeah. yeah, like, and I guess if you're not going to appreciate your job, then why aren't you doing anything about it? Because people are conditioned yes. to believe that working nine to five is just how it is and we work until we get to retirement age which seems to be increasing as we get older as well like it just seems like they just want us to work forever and um and then by the time we retire we're too sick to enjoy life right like well we we might not be but you know generally that is the case you're not as agile as you used to be exactly so the thing is i think that I, i don't want to sit there and go through life and say I hate my job and I don't actually hate my current job I do work a um, you know nine to five job and I don't hate it I definitely wouldn't say that I'm extremely passionate about what I do to the point where it's like I live and breathe it and I think for me as the person that I am I need to be passionate about what I do I need yeah so I want to be able to get out of bed and kind of not say, oh, another day, you know, I'll get through it and hopefully mm. the day goes quick. Yeah. I don't want a life like that. I want my my days to be enjoyable. I want to know that I'm living life on my own terms. And I see people doing that yeah. and they are the happiest people I've ever seen. And they don't yeah. say that it's easy. That's one thing that people need to remember. So it's not an easy thing, but generally I, I do see people miserable people are being treated like shit at work because you know there are some employers out there who don't I guess have that whole work-life balance thing going on and that's a huge crew manage yeah Yeah. yes you know I see that every day as well Sam on the train yeah we discussed this like I'm on the train every single day I'm always you know in a very meditative state on the way to work because I'm trying to you know get myself in a rhythm and you know happy to 
you know, walk in that office and give everybody my 100% authentic self. Yeah. So when I go on the train, I kind of look around and everyone is really, really miserable. Like, mm. and like, I get it. I'm not a morning person either. You know, <laughs> I'm grumpy in the morning, but this is like a completely different look. Like, you know, when somebody just looks yeah. miserable, yeah. like it, that's honestly probably about 80 to 85% of the train carriage is misery. Yeah. And you know how they say love's company. So like you see someone else <laughs> miserable, you feel sorry for them. So you start being miserable too. And it's just kind of like this domino effect. And then you walk into work and you're taking that misery there and yeah. it just keeps going, you know? I, so I, I understand you. what you're saying. I know, and then I know. you've got managers yeah. who micromanage yeah. and, uh, you know, the micromanaging so thing. forward thinking. Yeah. That's, that's a big thing as well. And I, th- I think that like, not everyone is, um, it works well with micromanaging and I think we're starting <laughs> no well, I don't think anyone does but there are people mm. out there who don't mind it and I, I don't know yeah. maybe a very small percentage of the population but I think it's the people who need structure the people who really yeah. need to be like I don't know what I'm doing unless someone tells me what to yeah. do there are people like that I, I know people who are timed on on the work that they're doing they're actually being timed and i just think what the hell it's ridiculous right so like for me personally i'm as the ambitious person that i am i don't see myself working for someone for the rest of my life however same you can't sit there and complain about what you currently have because at the end of the day i'm getting a i'm I'm getting an income I, i love the people that i work with i i can see that I can learn from certain organizations and exactly you need that experience in life to apply it to possibly apply it to your own business and I think for me it's I've needed to mature a lot um because I started a lot of the businesses in my early 20s and um you know, I sort of had some of a hide side, sorry, hide hustle. I don't know what that means. Uh, a side hustle. Side hustle. <laughs> As hide you were. <laughs> uh, but it was a side hustle. And then um, it kind of just, for me, it wasn't something that I saw myself doing long term. And um, yeah, other things just didn't work out for me. It just, you know, I didn't. Well, shit happens. Yeah. And I think as well, I lacked a lot of the confidence um, because I yeah. see people that do so well in life and a lot of them just have the confidence, they believe the self belief. Yeah. And that's something that you need to, if you do want to start a business. Um, the other thing is that you may not want to start a business, but you might not be in a field that you're good at. So you've got to think like, what is it mm. that you're passionate about in life and why are you not? I think it that? comes down to yeah. the question, like, are you being true to yourself? Are you taking risks yeah. in your life? Are you actually miserable at what you're doing and identifying when you are and why you are and what it is that could be a barrier for you. So I guess it's just a matter of thinking, okay, well, you know, you've just triggered something in me. Yeah, actually I am miserable going to work every day. I wonder why that is. And actually sitting with it and breaking it down and thinking, Mm. okay, well, if I wasn't doing this, what else would I be doing? And find your passions and work towards it. Like, honestly, why should we sit every single day and being unhappy with what we're doing and not, and sitting with something that's not setting our soul on fire and making our heart sing. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, and I know that you and I are working towards that. You know, both yeah. of, both of us have full-time jobs. Yeah. I'm studying full-time. You're working on a thing on the side. I know that as well. Plus yeah. we have this podcast that we're working really hard at. So, you know, we are 
honestly being true to ourselves and we are really fighting for our passions that's right but we're and still yeah. at the back doing yeah. that nine to five thing too yeah well, that's what i was saying before with the whole nine to five thing yeah. um they say that you work nine to five but empires are built from like five to nine for example yeah. so people yeah. will find any excuse not to start uh, if their empire is where they want to go or building or starting a business and um yeah, or was, even just finding that yeah. right job as well. Yeah, even finding the right job. Like, you can do that after work. You come home. You just spend an hour every day um, just mm. really just finding things and, um, you know, searching for things that um, are more aligned with who you are as a person. And yeah. when you are in that kind of, you know, you're you're aligned in, and you are in the right job and you're – doing something that you're passionate about it's so they say that money actually flows to like it actually you'll find that where you your passion lies is that's where the money is and it's not that yeah. about the money but it's about your happiness obviously first and foremost but yeah people don't realize of that course. as well it's actually yeah. really funny you said that because you know you mm-hmm. suddenly people say like money can't buy happiness but then like i think about that ariana song it's just like well obviously you didn't have enough money to buy the happiness <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it makes me right. laugh like i always think about that line i'm just like is she right do we need enough Maybe. money to be that happy (laughs) i think i think that also with money and like obviously this is a little bit off topic but money does help um with certain situations like you know it takes the stress off things and i think we need obviously to stop viewing money in such a negative way but that's another topic (laughs) yeah i think we always do like a whole episode on that but yeah i think just to touch with that as well i think it's because we've been conditioned to 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 know that we have to go to work and do our nine to five we have to earn that money to get everything that you want but that's actually not the case yeah the thing is you can do whatever you want you don't need money and you don't need to be working nine to five it is an old school thing you're right it is old school okay boomer no i'm joking (laughs) no no but honestly i just remember my even my grandparents saying um you know get a government got job get a government job and it's like that's all they said and i was like that's the worst thing i could possibly think of i could get i get where they came from because it's like secure but i think the stability the stability of it and yeah yeah i don't want stability i want excitement i want to i want to take risks <laughs> i want to i want to take risks because yeah. they say the biggest risks um usually um have the greater benefits i suppose or the the um yeah and that's the other thing as well um with the the risk side of things and i see a lot of entrepreneurs that take risks and they um hmm. they reap those benefits like they yeah, they do. I, I love that. And I respect that. I respect what they do. And um, there are a few that I follow as well on social media. Um, I yeah. I have my favorite, Gary V, who's my inspiration. Um, and Gary, v, if, you, if you've never heard of Gary V, and I, he has his name, he's quite a long name, Gary V. Nachuk. I think I'm saying that right. I hope I am. But he <laughs> spelt it out on his Instagram. He is... Um, amazing if you're starting a business and very entrepreneurial and very um straight shooter kind of guy he has a video so a lot of people will use the excuse and i'm not sure if you've used this before but i can't start this business because i don't have money and the hype behind that you see it a lot right so his thing is that he um he flips things so um basically go to a garage sale or or even find stuff at home and you may even have like you won't realize you've got things in your house that you're not using and you could sell them and make 
profit and then with that money you start to build like that that deposit that you need to build to obviously start somewhere right so you you can start with something small um you know things like um gaming consoles um you know thing you little things like lamps like you're not using or like an old vacuum cleaner whatever it is and people have gone to garage sales they've purchased um say like a gaming console for 40 dollars and sold it for 180 they're flipping things right and yeah, exactly that's right. Thing. There is no excuse. So you c- you can come up with a million excuses, and this guy will <laughs> overcome each each one of them. So he'll shut it down straight away. He will shut down those excuses. So I respect that, and um, he's someone that I look up to. So you're always going to need a mentor if you mm. are wanting to start a business. Absolutely. And yeah. just to think about the, when you were talking about taking risks, I think like the biggest and the most scariest. Um, step like risk you're going to take is the first step right so it's deciding you know this isn't for me and actually starting to consider something else like i i see that as a huge risk because you're you're all of a sudden you've shifted that stability in your head and you're going oh actually there's something else i want to be doing and you're going to start exploring that and then what if that's the, the path you're going down and then you're going to let's hypothetically say quit your job, change jobs or start a business or something. That's the biggest risk right there and the scariest risk. So once you get over that, I think everything else that comes yeah. afterwards is kind of just, you know, just supporting yeah. you. You know what I mean? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does. I, mean, I know I've had the same, like my, my issue and why I haven't started anything um, and I've decided to sort of start looking into that now and, and exploring the idea of taking a risk. This is a financial yeah. risk for me, but I think for me now I'm in the right frame of mind. I realize that it's going to be a lot of hard work. Um, yeah. People think that it's going to be easy, but if you really want something in your life and you're prepared to put in the work, yeah, it's, it's worthwhile in the end. I just... Um, I just know like a lot of it is self-belief and you need to believe that you can do it and you need to start somewhere. So yeah, the risk is um, worth it in my opinion. And I agree. uh, Yeah. But it's, it, it takes a lot of, um, um, courage, (laughs) a lot of courage. I agree. I think if, if like, if you're listening to this and you kind of feel like, Oh, maybe this kind of sounds like me, (laughs) then maybe like have a think about it, you know, like, on your way to work every single day yeah. is what you're doing actually igniting some sort of passion within you. And I mean, I get yeah. it if you're if you're in between in between jobs because you're trying to figure out your passion or you need to have this job as an income to support your passion that you're already doing on the side. Mm-hmm. I get that, but you know, I think at the end of the day, for example, right? So a lot of people really like the whole agile working environment the whole work-life balance thing you can work from yeah. home when you need to or leave early if you need to start early if you want to like all mm. that kind of stuff it's, i know for a fact that people are thriving on that kind of stuff because we all want to have our lives right of course yeah we don't yeah. want to go to work eight to five which is what i do eight to five and then be tired all the time and really struggle to do with your passions and stuff right so yeah. We all struggle with that kind of stuff. And um, I was reading something the other day. I, I honestly don't remember where it was from. Um, I think, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, mm. you know, this, the guy was saying, you know, if you want to work from home or if you want 
you know, a flexible working environment, then just ask for it. And if that workplace isn't going to offer it to you, then you move mm. on and you ask for the next place. This is, yeah. what, I'm, this is what I'm looking for. Because at the end of the day, the organization is going to get more out of you if you're mm-hmm. passionate about turning up every single day. That's They're going to get so much more value from and by paying you to actually be happy with coming in every day and doing whatever you need to do to get the job done. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's right. So I think I think workplaces specifically need to start to think in this way and not exactly. be so close-minded mm. about things. Oh, of um, course, yeah. You know, I mean, I've come from places where everyone's like, no, no, bums on seats, like, you know. Yeah. That's This is just the way it is. But why? Yeah, yeah why I is know. the way it is? This is actually you know? the first time in a in a workplace which is why i'm happy to continue working until obviously you know we don't know where things are going to go whether i'm going to keep my my side thing as a side hustle still or if i can reduce my hours and work two things and see what happens but yeah this job i i thoroughly enjoy because i'm not treated like i'm i i'm i i guess i'm in high school or i'm you know yeah a student yeah. where we and again that's the, just, I struggle with that I still struggle with the yeah. way we're not treated like like humans where we're just mm. there to work and yeah. and constantly like be trapped in this like building where we're just staring at a screen for like eight hours a day and it's I don't unhealthy. know yeah part of me just thinks like well you know I get I get it like if you can take multiple breaks but if you are assigned certain breaks and you're timed and you know it just feels it's a shitty feeling like yeah. I just I don't know I, I've struggled with that my whole life yeah um, you're just thinking about that I just remember about a, a, a role that um when we worked together um at, at that company and which obviously I'm not going to say but you know they would time absolutely everything and yeah. you know you were allocated 10 minutes to go to the toilet every <laughs> single day and if you exceeded your toilet break then god fucking help you <laughs> You were in so much trouble. Why? Why did you go 11 minutes? Well, sorry, Susan, but I had to shit. Like, if I, <laughs> you know, what like, what, what do you say? I had diarrhea. Like, I'm sorry. It well, happens, right? Exactly. Sometimes you're unwell. Stuff's happened. You know, we're women. Sometimes we have to go to the bathroom more because of certain times of the month. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? You can't I, say I you know. only get 10 minutes to pee a day. <laughs> well, my pee break is also my social media break. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> happen it's so guess, true you I won't guess. let me be on my phone at my desk you know just to check my instagram so i'm gonna have to go to the toilet to do that yeah, exactly or sometimes i need longer than 10 minutes to cry in the toilet cubicle <laughs> like that's just how it is right and yeah. i just yeah the timing thing and it's weird because i've transitioned from places like that to this new environment yeah where I'm like, I'm scared to leave because I'm like, oh, can I go? And people just walk out and come back and walk and come back. And, yeah. You know, of course, I'm yeah. going to tell my team, like, hey, just go for a walk. And I kind of, like, panic a little bit. And I'm like, I've got to get back. I've got to get back. But mm. I'm starting to be more comfortable with Oh, good. I'm glad you're starting to be more comfortable. That's really yeah. good. It's like the fact It's that a trust a thing, of... though. You know, the yeah. organization will trust you as long as you're still performing mm-hmm. and doing your role. And I, honestly, I'm... In that I'm, environment. Yeah. And I'm very happy it's it's the thing with me is that i know my true happiness like with with a career is going to be something i'm doing for myself so yeah well that's fair that, enough that's um where my passion has always been i've mm. 
I've always, I'm an ideas person and I always need to, you know, contribute in some way. And I can obviously do that where I work, but I want something that I'm really, truly passionate about. So I may, I may find it. We're both creatives as well, Sam. That's the problem as well, I guess, with, you know, (laughs) our working environment. It's not exactly a, um, a creative space. No, absolutely. Especially when you're a creative, um, and you probably relate if you're working in say a finance job, um, you're like, what the hell am I doing here? It's, it's, I don't like numbers. I know it's crazy. And I sometimes think to myself, I think I chose the safe option at some point during my career. And, um, I was in the fashion industry. I was styling. I, I honestly thought I was living the dream. Like I, I had the most incredible job, um, after Mm. I graduated from fashion college and, um, I realized that being in that environment and that the fashion industry is like tough, man, it is tough. And I did not, I wasn't mentally strong enough to, I think, cope (laughs) with the the demand. And, um, the, the work is something you have to create for yourself if you want to be like an independent stylist as well. So, um, a lot of that is networking. And I just think I was maybe a little bit too young at the time and not, mature yeah. enough and i just didn't want to but things happen for a reason sam exactly you know exactly. Like you, you yeah. you've had to go through and do all this stuff you have to meet the right people in order for you to know what you want to do and if it's going back to that industry that you wanted to start mm. off with and you know you've had to learn how to network that yeah. that stuff doesn't just happen you know i understand that completely as well because it's about honestly it's about networking when you're applying for jobs and stuff it's not so much yeah. job boards Um, anymore you know it's always about who you're connecting with so you know it's just like that's just the type of market that we are these days so um which is something I've only recently learned and to be honest I was kind of shocked by that but then thinking about it more it makes more sense in the world of social media Mm. that networking is just the key to things right so I think personally if you're stuck where you are at the moment This is for everybody. So if you're just stuck where you are, or you're feeling a little bit like, you know, when you kind of just sit there and you think, what am I, what the hell am I doing with my life? Like, what the hell? Like, here I am again. Like, you know, yeah, you know, I think when, if you're sitting in that spot, just start to think about how, you know, chunk it down, start to think about, right, what is that I want to do? Where, where do I want to go? Is it Australia that even want to live in? you know, work in, you know, start to chunk it down and then go, okay, this is what I want to do. I know what I, you know, where I want to be, et cetera. Who do I know in that industry? You know what I mean? And then just start talking to the people, start going out there, find networking events. I think by that, doing all that, I think Mm. you'll end up finding your true self, your passion, and you're taking risks because going to an event like that is a big risk anyway, because, Especially if you don't know anybody. For me, that's a really like gut wrenching thing. Oh. I, I get so awkward. Like, hi, I'm, I'm Lauren. I have no idea what I'm doing. In my I guess life. It, it is awkward, <laughs> but I, I love people. I'm a people person, but yeah, I, I would still yeah. find it. I think, especially if it was like for me, you know, because I want to be around people who are successful in business. Because I need to yeah. learn from people like that. They're my mentors. And Plus, actually, you strive from that though, right? Yeah, don't you think that don't you yes. think it like ignites you and you start to go, Well, look how passionate they are, look how successful right. they are, I want that. So you start working the same way. Yeah, yeah. And they that's what they say, um, is it the five people that you're closest to 
are a reflective of like who you are, I guess, as a person. Is that how it works? I don't know if that's what the quote is, but they say that your five closest friends um, are the ones that are motivating you in life, right? And look at what the people around you are doing and, and see whether, you know, I mean, not saying cut your friends off. That's not what I mean. I need new friends. No, <laughs> no don't cut your friends off. But, you know, no. surround yourself with people who motivate you, yep. who inspire you, who are positive. Guess, well, yeah. And they, they have those traits that you want. And they have that that personality and the, the vibe that you're going for in life. You know, that's that's how I would put it. And for me, it's yeah. Gary Vee. Like, I love him. So... I mean, not that he's my friend, but we could be friends one day. You never know. Anything is possible. That's that's what I we're say. Gonna, we're going to put that out there. That's your next manifestation. Gary, we're be, best you friends. be my friend. Yeah. So I would like to be surrounded by the go-getters and the people who yep. aren't afraid to take risks yep. and the people who don't make excuses because I don't want to be Same. like that. Like, I've been that person before. And that's yep. all because of what I've been conditioned to believe. And yep. I've been afraid because of, you know, I've thought, oh, well, maybe this is all I can do. But I, again, I believe that anything is possible and with the right mindset and attitude and right people around you and the mentoring and the self-belief, you can go anywhere. You know, the world is your oyster. Don't forget that. So Absolutely. That's that's our – it's so passionate. I'm so passionate about this. I just (laughs) – I hope – I hope that we can inspire you to – do something about your life if you're not happy where you are yeah. and find your passion, whatever it is, and start that business or whatever it is that you want to do and you've been putting off. If you're looking That's, for a sign, this is it. Yeah. This is us <laughs> telling you, just go to it. <laughs> do it's, it. It's, it's time. It's time to <laughs> yeah. just stop making exactly. excuses, get on your horse yeah. and just keep going because that's the only way you're ever yeah. going to do anything. That's just right. Just get it done, right? That's it. Which leads me to my work word of the week, Sam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about this before. So last week, I think the word I would use would be challenging. I had yeah. a very challenging week. There was a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Um, I think I was hormonal. So that was one big, <laughs> big challenge. But oh, everything's hom- um, challenge- it's challenging when you're hormonal, right? Yeah. Like, oh, everything absolutely. Is- absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But I think to go through that and like coming out the other side now and going into the new week the Mm. word for this week 100 effing percent is excitement i think yeah um so which i can't say too much about yet but once it all happens i'm i'm gonna like scream it from the roof oh that's good I'm happy. I can feel your energy. So I'm feeling, I'm feeling good too. Yeah. You said that to me last night. You were like, are you drunk? <laughs> I know. I, I was, was like, like I read that text. I'm like, no. I thought you were drunk. I just, uh, the text, you just seemed very different. And I thought I maybe you had happy. a few lines. <laughs> and so, yeah, you were just really happy. It's intoxicating. I was happy. Yeah, it yes. is. It is. It's true. It's true. Exciting. Well, I'm excited for you. Well, thank you. What's your word? My word is clarity because clarity. I love it. Yeah, so me, I'm very stubborn sometimes. What? No. No. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are. You are so stubborn. <laughs> so I put off um, having a conversation with someone because I, I just I got scared, 
And yeah. I realized that because I wasn't doing it, I kept replaying this thing in my, my mind, like, or I kept just overthinking yeah. about this whole situation. And then I realized I wasn't going to get anywhere until I communicated with that particular person. And yes. finally, <laughs> finally, after weeks and weeks and weeks of just overthinking, um, I yeah. basically got the answers that I needed. So Perfect. I have clarity. I actually felt like the weight lift off my shoulders. I could, I'm not joking. I actually took the deepest breath in. I'm like, I can breathe again. And I smiled and I was like, I'm good. So you like exhaled a, a breath you didn't even know you were holding in type of thing. Like seriously, I, I don't know how I <laughs> manage these last few weeks. And I think that maybe I subconsciously thrive off like the anxiety or something because it honestly gave me anxiety for weeks and well, it's weeks. What's an adrenaline thing though? It oh you yeah, know? but honestly, I put myself through hell. And for nothing. I know you did. I know. For I know. nothing. For nothing. I hate being a Scorpio sometimes because we do that. We just we just are so like sometimes we're so set in our ways we just can't oh just can't. you bloody water signs. You feel crazy. everything. I hate yeah. it. Anyway, but it's all right now, guys. And communication, it, honestly, sometimes you just have to take, again, this is like a risk that I had to take and it's in a different it was scenario. A, no, honestly, it was a risk because yeah. potentially that other person could have reacted very differently. Exactly. And I might, my yeah. fear was their reaction and yeah. the reaction was nothing like I had, had imagined it in my head. And <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, Sam, wow, you've done it again. And I have done this before. <laughs> Um, I'm funny. happy that I did it. I really am. And I'm going to start being less afraid to um, talk about how I feel. Good. That's my, I have to be a bit more vulnerable. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. That's really, really that's, good. I'm happy. It, I'm it's happy. So, it's, it's so good because last week I was very like owning my power. And now this week I can feel that it's you. So I'm really happy with that. Yes. Yes. I'm so happy for you, Sam. <laughs> so happy. Good vibes good vibes actually that's funny that you're saying good vibes because the next segment is shit talk <laughs> say it again shit, it was talk. shit, shit talk. talk oh really no, no yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. We, we decided that we were gonna add something because i feel like a lot of our podcasts are very just they've been quite serious and yeah. we haven't been as real as we wanted to be with you guys i mean we have been but i guess i have been. sometimes more. sam gets a little bit uncomfortable with the way I speak so just mum listens and I, I and, I, and, I'm, and I'm sorry Mrs. Bahi um <laughs> I do apologize for my language and sometimes my vulgar mouth so. she's okay she's no it's fine my mum my mum's pretty easygoing but I just I think she just freaks out if I say something she's like everyone's gonna hear it and I'll go that's okay, the mom, point I'm, I'm in my 30s now stop it now oh shit talk segment so do you want me to start because yeah I yeah because i think um <laughs> what you're gonna say kind of piggybacks on the same thing as me so i know well i like to talk shit a lot as we you do know. all my friends know that i'm a shit talk no i'm joking um but seriously no this it's is all you spin this is, shit this isn't even shit talk this is real talk no this in is my real opinion talk. yeah there is a problem that i have and i have mentioned it several times just on social media and yeah it, it gets to me, and I know that if you are a single woman in your 30s, you will um, relate, even in your 20s, because, you know, we, we cop it. Um, yeah, as women people, in general. So basically, um, people coming up to me, and they haven't seen me for a while, so family, for example, especially like, you know, your aunties and your uncles, and they mm-hmm. say, 
um, how come you don't have a boyfriend? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know, Karen. I'm not sure. Like, do you yeah, how about you just mind your own business? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I, I mean, what am I going to do? Roll out of bed one day and go to the supermarket and meet the man of my dreams. Like, I don't yeah, think it's pick a them off the shelf. And look, I think people, that question, and, and it's the, a lot of the time, they go, why don't you have a boyfriend yet? Yeah. Don't, no one asks me if I'm happy. The first question is, where's your boyfriend? Why don't you have a man? Why aren't you married yet? Oh my gosh. Like, seriously. Yeah. yeah. It's not as simple for some people as it is for others, right? Yes. I obviously haven't met that person for a reason. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, it makes you feel like shit, especially when you um start to reach your mid-30s and you're, you're single. But it, it makes you feel a little bit like insecure at times because it, it's like the, the one thing that people expect of you. Because again, it's something it's that society's conditioned to yep. believe yep. that you should be married by 25 and have your kids mm. before the age of 30. Yeah. That's not where my life has headed. Nope. And I'm, I'll admit that I struggled with it because I had that idea that in my early 20s and I was going to have the, the ultimate dream, mm. like, which was not the ultimate dream. It's just it's society's version of it. And it's not true because it doesn't always go like that in life. Yeah. And I think that people just really need to be mindful and maybe, you know, I get it, people care and they're like, oh, you know, have you met anyone? And then people will try and tell you to go on this dating site and this dating site. Hun, I've tried all of them, okay? Don't even... Yeah. It's also, like, I I noticed as well, like, because I have, um, like, single friends or whatever, and they always go, oh, but you're so, like, you're so pretty. Your personality is so great. What is it that they're not, you know? And it's just like, hang on, whoa, why are you starting to attack me personally now? Like, I know yeah. I'm good looking. I know I'm a, I, my personality is amazing. It's got nothing to do with that. Maybe no. I just don't want to be in a relationship. Like, you know, like people just it don't think that. about things. It could be that. I mean, I'm not saying I don't want a relationship. I yeah. just know that I want, I want it to be with the right person. And so far, I, um, I haven't had that experience. And I haven't met someone yeah. that I can see myself having a future with. And if I have met someone that I can see myself having a future with, they aren't ready. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's it could be well, a number that's of That's okay too, though, you know. Yeah. And, like, I just think that yeah. it it's something that we just need to be mindful of. Um, I I guess a lot of, of a lot of us are trying to maybe establish our careers. Like, for me now, my focus is not so much on the relationship side of things. My career is yeah. my main priority because... I yeah. know that I want to kind of get to my where I want to be, and then if love comes along, it comes along. Um, if it yeah. if it doesn't, it doesn't. Like I'm just focused on that one thing for now, and the relationships comes after that. So um, yeah, well it that's is exactly a right. Bit yeah. No, I yes. I hundred percent. So I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I see that happening to people around me as well, but it doesn't go. <laughs> um, like it's not different though once you're married you know so yeah like it's still the same thing but just different so it's not you know why don't you have a boyfriend it's yet it's why don't you have children yet you're yeah. 30 why don't you have children why like like when people um say to me oh so where are you living now what are you doing now well i am living at my mom's house with my husband we don't have children yet but 
and then that's all they hear. Like they they only hear that section. They don't care about all the good things that I'm doing or achieving. It's it's the yeah. You're thirty and living with your mum, and you don't have children. What's wrong with you? Well, actually, yeah. nothing's wrong with me. It's just at no. the moment, it's not feasible. <laughs> like it's just not the right time for me to have children. Yeah, it's I've got crazy. career on my mind, you know. And so does so does Joshua. You know, we have a, a well established relationship. We work yeah. hard at our relationship every day, but aside to that, we don't have the capacity to slot in children because we wouldn't be giving everything we can to that child because we're focusing yeah. on our careers. Yes, it's a little bit late later in life to some people, but who cares? I'm only just I'm not even thirty, I'm twenty nine, but you know what I mean? Like Yeah, exactly. There's there's not the bright time to do anything at any point. It's just shit happens when I, it happens. I and I think that a lot of people don't realise, like, maybe the couple is struggling to conceive as well. That's the other yes. thing. Yes. And that's I the part that. that really, really bothers me the most, Sam. Yeah, it's Really it's bothers so... me the most. And I, I guess a lot of people are starting to become more aware of it now, but I know that a lot of, like, older people are like, you know, they just expect you to create this baby within... A few months of being married and it's yeah it's yeah. again the conditioning it's it's the way we believe that we, things should be first mm. comes love then comes marriage and the baby and yeah it's, it's just not it's always the way it is simple. it's true so, and that's the thing as well i um i have two friends that are struggling to have children and you know it's for me um because I know it's going to be difficult for me as well. I've been told already that it's going to be difficult, but that's fine. But the two people that I know that are struggling, you know, they're so maternal and they really, really, really want children. And they constantly get berated with, you know, um, why don't you have children yet? Or, you know, you've been married for so long, you know, don't you want children? Don't you want to fill that void inside of you? Like, the it's void. like whoa. yeah That's yeah so i've heard someone awful. say that before it's it's oh actually fucking ridu- it's ridiculous gosh. and it's really rude it's really and really I, rude i think a lot of people are projecting as well like sometimes their mm. own things that they've dealt with in life and i i get it but so seriously like that's just not on like think before you say something to somebody yeah. and it's it's a very it can be a very sensitive issue it might not be on your end but it <laughs> You know, let people live their lives where they want to. And you know, the funny thing is, I find even if they have they start have children, and um, they're gonna question you about other things. Oh yeah, like, they they'll ask you why do you do this, why do you do that? Because there are yeah. people out there who just don't know how to mind their own business. And yeah, um, actually, I think ultimately that's just what the whole this whole thing is. It's just that's it. mind your own business. Yeah, everyone does their life the way they need to do it it's just yeah. you know back off bitch oh of course oh yeah stay in your lane like stay in your lane stay i'm in mine that's right and i i just want to know that people are happy i think that's what we should mm. be focused on you know are you are you well not are you yeah. gonna have a kid hurry up are you gonna get married like rush me down the aisle and that's that honestly can affect you because i think a lot of people are getting married for that reason because they're feeling the the um which is why the divorce rate's the, higher yeah oh my gosh yes and they're feeling the pressure right so yeah. and for me as well it, it's a, it's a cultural thing also they they tend to push mm. the marriage thing because it's like you're not you're not normal unless you're married but like 
you're all getting divorced and you're pushing marriage onto me. <laughs> like, yeah, let exactly me just right. take my time yeah. with that. Like, let yeah. me take my time with that. And the, the baby thing is a personal thing. It's either you don't want to have a family and you shouldn't be pushed towards it um, yeah. if you don't want children. That's a personal choice. Like, your body, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, some people are struggling to conceive at the same time. And just, just be mindful. So... That was our, like, I think I call it, maybe not shit talk, that was a little rant. That's more like real talk. but <laughs> That was a rant, because I get really annoyed. Yeah. It frustrates me. So you've got Actually, I wanted chest. to, I wanted to um, say something. So I was actually talking to Josh about this morning about this, right? So yeah. um, sometimes you know how you have friends that you might, or family that you might um, tiptoe around because, you know, you're not really that close to them. So... You know, yeah. you kind of tiptoe around the truth with them. But then, like, you have the people who, you know, you're so close with, you have such a strong relationship with that you are completely honest and open with them, right? Mm. So I was saying um, this morning, what if every single person was 100% authentic and truthful mm. to everybody? You know, would that be... Like, would you still have friends? <laughs> you know? And yeah. I, because I was like, oh, I would probably have no friends because there's some people that I have in my life that are so fucking sensitive that if I was to be 100% truthful with them, they'd be like, ah, uh, what the hell? No, yeah. you know, I can't accept that feedback. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. I know other people in my life are like, oh, well, thanks for that. Like, I'll take that on board, you yeah. know? And I like to think that people are truthful with me because how else am I going to learn and develop and grow, right? Yeah, maybe maybe that's that's interesting to think about, though. So he said, though, which is like basically just shut me down, was like, but I think your true friends are already open and truthful with you and that's how you know that they're your true friends because they don't need to tiptoe around you. Yeah. And I was like, oh... (laughs) And I was like, yeah. that's so true. So then I started thinking about all the people in my life that I know for a fact would tell me the truth no matter what and vice versa. And it's actually not that many. I have, I know a lot of people, I have a lot of friends, I have a lot of acquaintances, but if you really, really narrow it down, I think it's probably 10 or under that are truly like close mm-hmm. enough to me for me to be like, this is my truth and I accept yeah. your truth. You know what I mean? What do you yeah. think? I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's something I haven't really thought about, to be honest with you. But I I try to be truthful, but I'm, I, dis- I definitely would say that I'm very different around certain friends because mm, um, I know they might not be able to handle my bluntness at times yeah. and I can be very yeah. blunt. And I have had to tiptoe around them because I care. I care and I can I, – I just yeah. – I don't yeah. think it's me not – it's not me being – I'm not being um, – Untruthful. Real. Yeah, yeah. like I'm trying yeah. – I like to be authentic, but I also would like to make sure that that person – like I, I I suppose I cater to everyone differently. Like I'm very mm. – my delivery is different to one friend than it will be with another, and that's just because of the way they yeah. are as a person. I guess it's kind of like a lead – it's like when you talk about leadership, right, and someone's leadership yeah. style. If you're going to – if you're a leader of – um, you know, just say five or six people, those five or six people are going to be working differently. So I guess you as a leader need to cater 
to those five or six people's working styles um yeah in order to be successful and in order to make them successful so i guess it's the same with friendships right so you know you've got to cater your friendship according to to everybody that's interesting i i just like to adapt i suppose like i just think if that person i I, it's it's, you got me thinking now girl (laughs) (laughs) but i look i love my friends i do i just um some some of them might not be able to handle certain things yeah whereas others i can like say anything i want yeah and um yeah interesting but i i I, (laughs) got you there didn't i because i didn't plan that (laughs) damn through me i i'm I'm going to think about that this week. That's on my mind. But I cool. um, I definitely, yeah, I definitely have different types of relationships with all of my friends. Yeah, I agree. Same. So. There you go. That's just something to think about. Wow. You blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think we'll wrap it up there. But um, thank you guys for listening once again. And make sure that you are taking a screenshot so just show us that you are listening to our po- podcast and tag it and tag us and share it in your yeah. stories um because we really love um that you're sharing with your friends and spreading the um the love yes so we the, really the appreciate love. it and we also have a hashtag as well so it's hashtag rides at affirmations so i know it sounds a little bit weird but you guys are our risers right you're rising to any kind of occasion <laughs> So we're rising above everything. So that's why we're calling you guys that. But, you know, hashtag rise affirmations and anything that you want us to see. um, Because we follow that hashtag. So um, I guess, yeah, like we want to see you guys. We want to be involved with you guys and engage with everybody. We love it. We thrive from it, right? We do. We love it. But, yeah, make sure you do. Thanks for listening once again, guys. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.